Welcome to Show Center, the Air Show podcast. I'm Matt Jolly, joined as always by my fellow Air Show announcers, Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder, who, by the way, is on the road today. Rick is at home, and uh, we have a special guest today, gentlemen. So we do indeed. Yeah, it's the Prez. Yeah, that's right, John Prez, president of the International Council of Air Show, joins us because uh, because this is this yeah. is our annual convention. Uh, episode. That's right. And like any great guest, he forgot he was going to be on with us, so we had to reschedule a meeting. That's right. Literally just seconds ago. John, how are you? <laughs> Glenn? Very good. But the, but the membership will be glad to hear that it was a meeting about the convention. Well, there so you go. Helpful. That's even better. <laughs> I was not planning my summer vacation. <laughs> well, that would have been fine, too. Oh. What's in store for, uh, for us at the convention this year? Because, you know, there's always something big coming up that we're not even sure about. Other than a toga party, what's uh, what's the big news? <laughs> what do you mean, other than a toga party? That's the news. That's the news, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, no. um, I, think, I think the thing that we're most excited about is a new way that we're uh, announcing the, the schedules. And not so much the aesthetics of it, but the mechanics of it. And that's, that's going to mean that on the first day of the convention, we're going to have dates for about 300 shows that tends to energize the trade show floor and get things off to a fast start. So, um, that, that, that's big. And, uh, and we're seeing attendance at the convention at a level that we haven't seen well, since well before the pandemic, uh, which tells me that some of the energy, enthusiasm, confidence are back. It, it all remains to be seen until we get to Vegas, but it's looking good so far. That's going to be a lot of togas. Yeah, a lot of the 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 uh, the hotel Caesar's Palace is going to f- suddenly find themselves without nearly enough sheets in their sleeping rooms. <laughs> yeah, now there there is a rule about the togas. I'm told that uh, you you disqualified if you use hotel sheets. So uh, yeah, and yeah. we ha- and we have a special uh, 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 device that will tell us if somebody's wearing a yeah, toga. That's oh, good. oh, yes, you do. It's, yeah. it's one, one of those blue lights. Rick, Rick has one of those. He inspects are you every you hotel. Have to go through, are you saying we have to go through a sheet detector? Yeah. What kind of sheet that's is right. that? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. I think that's great. Well, now, what? talk about some of the speakers, John, because every year we have uh, just a whole cadre of speakers that show up uh, to talk yeah, to us and impart their knowledge. What do we? What do we have this year? I think the the keynote address on Tuesday morning is going to be um, two gentlemen who helped start Top Gun, not the movie, but the uh, Navy uh, Air Fighter Tactics School at Miramar initially, and now at Fallon in um, in Nevada. And they they were there at the beginning. They they were given some direction on. Uh, uh, building a school that would help fighter pilots with their uh, dogfight tactics. And that of course has gone on to become something pretty spectacular, both in real life and in cinema life. Um, but these, these two gentlemen were there at the, at the beginning and we're looking forward to hearing from them. And of course we, uh, on Wednesday, we have the, the awards with the uh, pinnacle awards and marketing awards uh, on the second day. We do. We've, we've selected all of those, and there's some interesting developments there. Uh, Thursday night, we've, we've selected our, I guess, sort of excellence winner, the Art Scholl winner. We are in the process of picking the um, military base that did the best job with community relations. They'll get the Dick Schramm Award. And, yeah, a lot of, 
a lot of recognition for a lot of people who worked very hard both this year and in many cases in the course of their whole air show careers. And uh, I want to bring up the foundation, too, because it's nice to see Manfred Radio going into the Hall of Fame. It's nice to see Matt Chapman going into the Hall of Fame. And then there's that golf cart, the Shelby golf cart that I, I, I'm bound, bent, determined to be leaving with. <laughs> well, it, it, it'll, it'll take you a while from Las Vegas to Ontario, but uh, it, 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 I'm told the battery life is quite strong. So maybe, you know, a month, month or so you'll probably make it. No, Rick's already <laughs> test driven it. We all saw that right at the end of the, uh, the banquet last year when Rick ran off in it. And uh, yeah, that was kind of fun watching you drive that thing. Rick, I think you'd look really good on the island. In a Shelby. Well, I think it's pretty cool that Shelby has designed this thing because it's, uh, I mean, Carol Shelby, I mean, just he's a legend. And this thing is in the colors of the Navy demonstration team. It's not it's not a Blue Angel uh, car by any stretch of the imagination, but it is uh, it it's dedicated. Well, it lends itself to a nice uh, what's the word I'm looking for tribute uh, to the team, if you will. And uh, it's 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 beautiful. It's absolutely it's got my name written all over it. Yeah, it's no, electric and it's fast. You're going to have to pay uh, pay a lot of money for that, though, Rick, because uh, you think it's expensive to win it. Wait till you see the licensing fees to keep it. So, fair <laughs> warning, Rick. It's the, the border uh, crossing that's going to be so challenging, yeah, I think. Yeah, go fast. That's yeah. my only advice, Rick. Just all ass. Right off the ferry. The foundation, the foundation sold, I think, about $16,000 tickets worth of tickets. So, it's it's a nice fundraiser for the foundation. Uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be some fun. We we're also uh, having a a small abbreviated foundation auction during the banquet on Thursday night, and we'll uh, we'll have a Ryder Cup uh, VIP package, a VIP package to Sun and Fun, and uh, and a VIP package for the ICAST convention next year in 2024. So uh, that's that's on Thursday night during the banquet. It's it's a it's a return to some of our greatest hits. Uh, really this year's convention with some new things that I think people are going to enjoy. It's sad that I, I, I just had to think about that. I, you know, the phone line breaking up a little bit. I thought you said rider truck to sun and fun. And rider. I thought, well, you know, that's a pretty good deal. Really? I mean, you know, just <laughs> go down there and stay because camping's at a premium down there. So, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I thought you were onto something rider cup though. That, that that's a great, that's Rob's golf tournament that he does every year. So. Every year, I, yeah. it's one of those important parts of my life. Giving back to the community. I think that's great. Can we talk sessions for just a second, though? Because I know the highlights yes. of the speakers, but let's talk sessions. What do we have this year, John? Um, well, as as you might expect, there's quite a lot of um, social media. Um, it's it's a big deal in the air show business and every business right now. And what I what I think is interesting is it's gone from being sort of a way to check up on your old high school girlfriend to being a real tool for helping to sell tickets and increase your visibility. Uh, our, our business is getting more sophisticated in its use and the sessions we have at the convention this year will help them in that process. A lot of very specific targeted sessions to, to put practical information in people's hands to do things differently and do things better. Um, uh, in the coming year, we have a uh, return of uh, 40 tips in 40 minutes, which has been very successful over the years. This one is going to be what works and what doesn't. We've got uh, a panel of um, air show experts who, who are going to tell us about uh, things that have worked for them in their air show career. We'll unveil the results of the 
2023 ICAST spectator survey uh, done all over the country uh, during the 2023 year. So show season, of course we have our forums where the jet teams, uh, the single ship demos, the uh, golden Knights, the uh, just about every, all the military performers will have half hour each over the course of the first three days of the convention to explain how to host them, how to um, apply to have a, that kind of support at your show. And uh, it's, it's, it's shaped up to be quite a strong education program, not just the social media and the other things I've mentioned, but tackling the issues that I think are most vexing to our members. There's been a lot of problem, for example, with mobile arresting gear, and we're having a roundtable discussion on that and also an, an education session. So we're, we're taking the things that members are having trouble with or or, or, or need some help on, and we're uh, building a program that uh, that gives them that kind of information. John, let's talk about this. Uh, I, th- I think it's great that we're going to unveil uh, some of the numbers from our uh, our spectator surveys. Do we have any data in this survey? Can you can you tell us that that talks about recruiting, real numbers, and what we contribute toward military recruiting? Do we have any data from there? Uh, we don't in the spectator survey. We we know the demographics of our airshow crowds match up quite well with what the military wants and needs. Um, we, we know uh, not from our spectator survey, but from our interaction with the military that airshow crowds present one of the best recruiting opportunities for the military, all branches, Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps, and Army, because um, it, the, the, the people who attend airshows are sort of pre-identifying themselves as having an interest in that sort of thing. And uh, over the years, and I mean like 50 years, every time the military checks to see what works, the air shows are at the top of the list. And our demographic survey helps with that. It helps, it helps to fuel military. It gives the the military the, the, the data they need to make sure that the, the two crowds are still matching up, that the people who come to air shows, uh, are still the sorts of people that they're looking for, but it it also um, it has the opposite effect as well. We know we know that uh, by having the kind of events that we have, and 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 because they're successful at um, at helping recruiters, we'll continue to get the support that we've had for so many years, and what is and the and the support that's so important for many air shows. John, in terms of the demographics, over 20-some years that I've been around, uh, we've seen it, I believe, uh, skew younger. And for those, for Matt and Rick and and I, for, for me, uh, we have seen uh, what appears to be a much younger uh, family audience. Uh, has that trend been reflected in the survey as well? Honestly, Rob, we're still pulling the data together from this year's survey. We had our, our last show was um, yesterday. Uh, uh, one of the f- shows in Florida participated. So I, I haven't seen the data yet. I would say that generally um, we're seeing both sides. We're seeing a increase in the people who are 60 years or older, but we're also seeing an increase in the uh, 18 to 30 or so range. And, uh, and that's good because that's a, that's a issue that we've been focused on. You don't, you don't want those people who've been coming to air shows for many years to stop coming, but it's nice to see a bit of a spike in the younger demographics because those of course are our air show spectators for many years to come. 
Back to the social media information, too, in the sessions, which is going to be so good and helpful. Um, one of the most annoying things that we've been dealing with are the the fraudsters that come in and try and uh, convince you that there's a live feed going on and, and they just invade some of the sites. We've got some hacks, I understand. We've got some uh, really good advice coming in on how to better set up your pages to avoid that kind of thing. And that's the kind of thing we can expect out of these sessions. Right, John? Exactly. The, uh, that that's something that we've been aware of and work of. It, it's really one of the benefits of ICAST more more broadly is we we get sort of early warning from a show or two or three that have these problems, uh, and we're able to first alert people to it, but then together with the shows themselves come up with solutions. Um, this one is a tough one. Uh, the the fraudsters are pretty talented, and uh, and they can often move faster than we can keep up. But yeah, this, I, I don't remember the specific name for it, but the set, we have a session in which that's what we're going to talk about is how to limit the damage, how to recognize those kind of um, schemes when they start to appear on your website or, or, or uh, in the, in the, in the days and weeks preceding your show. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that is requires eternal vigilance because they're just that determined to, to take money that they don't deserve. But, uh, we're trying to stay on top of it and we'll tell people what we're doing about it, uh, during this session. Well, I'd like to launch now officially my pay per view air show streaming company, because if the fraudsters are out there doing it and, and someone's willing to pay, that's what I've never understood. We have such a great product that people are willing, literally willing to pay for, even if they don't get anything and keep coming yeah. back. I mean, I, I hope someone, uh, you know, bites the bullet and does it. John, thank you for coming on today and uh, and sharing with us about the convention. Anything else you want to add before we uh, cut you loose and let you go to your, your real meeting? <laughs> no, I, I, I think the the energy seems high. And um, and I my best guess is that we finally have COVID behind us and people are turning to something like business as usual. And they're excited about that. You know, there have been so many so many false starts, um, since 2000, 2020. And I think people are just eager to, to see that things are going kind of normally. And, um, and they're, they're registering for the convention at numbers we haven't seen, like I said earlier for a number of years. And I think that bodes well for, um, the, the contents of the convention, of course, but really as much about the, the tone and the tenor and, and, and the, uh, the, kind of general level of enthusiasm. That's great. John Cudahy, the president of the International Council of Air Shows. Thanks for coming on with us. Really you appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Looking forward right. to it. Yeah, we are looking yes. forward to it. Well, I'll tell you what, yes. it's, it's time. We've, we've come to that point in the show where we have to break out the world's most professional name uh, in air show news, and that is our own Rick Peterson. Rick, welcome to the show. And what is news Worthy in prop wash today. What do you have? It's over, pretty much. The season's ended, and it's ended strong, and it's ended well. And as you just heard, we're getting ready to go uh, to the convention. Uh, looking ahead, I guess the big news is that the uh, up on this side of the border, at least the RCAF, getting ready to celebrate their 100th anniversary, which brings with it uh, world recognition from some of the best and most beloved teams, uh, military jet teams in the world, and uh, and both sides of the border will benefit from that. So keep an eye on schedules, 
Keep an eye on the week of the convention when all of the schedules are announced because it won't just be the North American teams making announcements about their upcoming schedules. It will be a few of the European teams as well because we're expecting visits. So there, there. How about that? Yeah, about big, that big news. And I, you know, I've heard a lot of, a lot of uh, rustling in the uh, in the woods there and uh, reading the tea leaves. And I think I think our summer of twenty four is just going to be a banner banner year. Looks like I'm looking forward to Dayton being their fiftieth anniversary show in twenty twenty four. And uh, the tea leaves are uh, well. I'm I think I'm reading from the same pond as you, yeah. Matt. Yeah, it's a big pond of uh, of a lot of different performers coming over, and uh, that's that's going to be really exciting to see in twenty four. What else is and in the news, uh, Rick? Sun and, Sun and Fun, they're 50th, too, and they're ramping up for that. And uh, and I think we're going to see more of the same. I'm looking forward to these, these hacks that we were talking about when it comes to uh, social media and some of the things that uh, ICAST is offering at the convention this year. And it's, it's going to be great to get together to get that, those kinds of information. That kind of information, rather, helps us going forward as we, uh, as we deal with social media in bigger and bigger ways all the time. I uh, also wanted to point out, too, and Rob, thank you for the opportunity as well to get to uh, the Blue Angels homecoming coming show in Pensacola and to experience some of the things the traditions uh, that we have in this great industry uh, firsthand. And I have to say to Alex uh, Armitas, of course, the boss with the Blue Angels, the responsibility he had on the last weekend was huge. One of the traditions they have, outside of the fact that Whiskers got to fly low uh, for the sneak pass, and that's like apparently one of the traditions is, <laughs> is to see how low they can go on the uh, on that last low pass. And uh, and Whiskers had, had it by a whisker; he really did. And uh, and you know we'll miss some of these characters as they move on and out of the team and into their Navy careers. And the same thing goes on with the uh, the Snowbirds and the Thunderbirds and and the folks that we get. In the case of Beowulf. And uh, and uh, and even rebel with the F-16 as these women move forward into their careers now and leave behind their legacy of demo pilots, uh, we get these transitions again. And this this year, I don't know if it's me getting to a certain age, but there there was a lot more emotion in it this year hmm. as we were saying goodbye to some of these uh, these powerful personalities that have done such a great job. But Alexander, to get back to the Blue Angels, what was expected of him in that last night where the uh, the honoraries. I, I was invited outside of the uh, outside of tradition, which I, I'm completely uh, humbled by. But to be able to witness the last dinner, um, where the team goes upstairs with the new team announced for 2024, the new members and the old team, uh, to have their last and first dinners together, and then um, it's expected of his leadership to be able to bring down the spouses. And this is the only dinner, from what I understand, that they have. There's no uh, scheduled restriction on it. They can take as long as they want to come downstairs to join the uh, the former Blue Angels who are there and uh, you know the alumni there and the and the uh, honoraries. So they took they I think they took about 40 minutes longer than even the uh, the the old Blue Angels thought. But that's fine. That's that's their privilege because they're not under they're not under the the time uh, when it came to enjoying their dinner together. But when they came downstairs. His responsibility to announce not only uh, the names of, uh, of this past season, which he's done many, many times, but their spouses' names and their hometowns. And then he has to introduce the new members as well. So it's the last introduction of this year's team and the first introduction of next year's team. He also has to introduce 
their spouses and get their hometowns correct as well. It's not written down. He's not being prompted. And he nailed it. I have to say that uh, the commander nailed it. He did a great job. And uh, and it was just nice to see them all with their wives and uh, a wonderful hospitality and a wonderful tradition, too. So a great weekend and uh, and to see things at Pensacola. It's the only headquarters that I hadn't seen yet. So now I know what it looks like and, uh, and what they call home and the tremendous support they get from Pensacola from the airport, the International Airport, and the Blue Angel jets hanging from the ceiling there to that wonderful Navy Aviation Museum. Uh, that whole community gets behind that team in such a big way. So it was really something. It's Glad a big show. Yeah, big, big show. As yeah. Rob and I have been telling you, you know, this whole time, huge, <laughs> huge show, big honor, big honor. And uh, yeah, you were right I, there in the it, middle of it. It was. I'm glad you could be there. I have done the show and hopefully we'll do it again next year. But uh, uh, the uh, they changed the dates on us. And Jill and I were on a Viking cruise, Viking River cruise from Paris to Normandy. And so uh, when you were down there, I was uh, on Omaha Beach. So it was uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty spectacular for Jill and me as well. But uh, it is... Uh, it is one of the most uh, emotional things. And there's some, some other traditions that, that happen uh, along the squadron parking lot. Each member of the team has his or her own parking space and a, and a plaque saying, you know, number one, number two, three, all the way through XO and the other uh, officers. And when the blues do their final salute at the end, there are, enlisted personnel who were cutting down the the uh, name parking signs and putting the new ones up immediately and at that point the blue angels they can then when they they don't have to go out on they can go out on their lawn their front lawns wearing flip-flops and not get dinged for it you know it's amazing yeah. they are it's it's a pretty uh, pretty spectacular and uh, disciplined and uh, amazing group of men and women and Matt, you'd appreciate this as announcers, all three of us, uh, the incoming uh, narrator for the team uh, really does think on Sunday that he's got to do it. And they have him convinced that he's going to do the narration on Sunday right up until he realizes as they begin from the prompt on that the microphone isn't live and Zimmerman <laughs> takes over <laughs> and does it. And then they tell him, we're just kidding. You don't start till next year. Yeah, you don't start till you, next year. You right? might be letting the cat out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. On that. Well, we'll see. Oh, rumors. Oh, they did. Rumors. They got him. Yeah. They got uh, Every year. Yeah. Every yeah. year. Well, the good thing is they don't listen to this show. So that's uh, that's the good thing. Right? So, so there you go. If they had, you know, they, they here we are. But uh, that's that's fantastic. Well, what a great team, though. You know, and I, I did see uh, where America's team, the Thunderbirds, uh, wrapped up theirs. They had their final flight uh, there at Nellis uh, as well. And an emotional uh, end of season for them as well. Of course, they shared that uh, all over social media. But it is. It's that time of year now where our attentions turn yep. to... Cheap cab rides, uh, the most affordable way to get uh, from McCarran all the way to the Strip. And this year, of course, we are we are swinging big down there at uh, Caesar's Palace this year. Going to be a yeah. going to be a banner year for us all. We've never been to Caesar's Palace. Uh, we'll probably be staying in room twenty thousand four hundred and twenty six. It'll be great. And uh, Rob will be just down the hall in room eighteen thousand seven hundred and seventy six. It'll be it'll be a great time. 
You know, Kent Peach is not going to be able to find the round, but we, we never know where anything is when we go to these new hotels. So hopefully it'll all go uh, according to plan. And I was glad to hear Cut a We'll get it sorted out. Yeah, it's going to be we'll, fun. We'll, we'll see you in Reno. Yeah. <laughs> see you in Reno. Right. So we're going to record a new episode at the convention. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, we are. Hopefully we'll have time to have John Melby on. Uh, who's been who's been absent from our show the last few years? We yes, need to get John far on. too long. We need to have uh, in the new year. Who's your dream guest to have on this show? Because we, we need to get Dixon. We the, need the, RT the, on. The, yeah, we need RT on to be the new John Melby on the program. Yeah. Absolutely, we've got to yeah. get it done. And we'd like to have RT Dixon on for sure. We're out of time today to have him on, or otherwise we'd have him on. Yes, uh, we we need to have John yeah. on at some point, but uh, we do need to have RT, the Mustang pilot. Fly Swamp Fox. Yeah. Did you see yeah. where he was flying his cub? Uh, he this had, weekend. Yeah, he flew his cub over and then ferried, uh, well, brought Chef Pitts back to his hangar uh, after uh, after Chef's Sunday show down there in uh, North Carolina. Uh, RT, always a good neighbor, and I love that cub of his. Boy, that thing is beautiful. The cub is beautiful. Just Looks like the golf fact, hawk. It does. It's painted yeah. like that, and he's got fat tires on it for backcountry flying, and he's got that wonderful, beautiful Navion, and then that unusual trainer. Yeah, the Buckaroo. The one-of-a-kind, the yeah. Buckaroo. Yeah. yeah. What a cool airplane. Well, in the great words of the of the great Buckaroo Bonsai, no matter where you go, there you are. There you are. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's time for the theme, Matt. Yeah, I do too. Well, we'll see you in Las Vegas, everybody, coming up here uh, just a few weeks Indeed. away from now. I mean, going to eat some turkey, have an American Thanksgiving. Rick's already had his. We can That's have his right. We've already done that up here. Yeah. And if we get snow, snowflakes flying out the window here today. So it's, wow. it's, it's starting to begin. All right. So you worry. guys have a happy uh, Thanksgiving. Spend that wonderful time with your families, and I'll see you all on the strip all right and i get tonight i get to play bass for the folk legacy trio i got two dates playing bass with them so i am a gigging musician this week i love it that's why all you're right. in a at a cheap hotel uh today that's best, yeah best western you got it <laughs> you better right. you better get those gummy bears and those muffins india and get ready that's right my friend. <laughs> that pancake machine's not going to turn itself on rob there you go <laughs> see you later guys so long for now goodbye Give me a blueberry muffin.